Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh And Marx Brothers of film history. <laughs> I'm James. Yes, I thought we were going to do our Marx Brother names. Oh, I missed that. Okay, I'm Geronimo Marx. Nice, that's pretty good. Okay, that's too long. I'm Matteo Marx. And I'm Casso Marx. Nice. Jimbo Marx was right there. Yeah, Jimbo was probably what I was I think just checking your own name. Yeah. Just check it out on it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you all doing? Good. It's been a while since all three of us well, have been Well, it has around. been a while since all three of us have been here, but we did do a quick mix quite we recently did, yes. with the two of us. So, know. you know, so I feel like I've not caught up with Matt, but no. also I've told everybody in the world about all my pop culture viewing. So it's... <laughs> yeah. Now we've got to hold out for that third quick mix where mm. I'm not here and then you two. That's exactly. True, yeah. Yeah. It was very calming to listen to. Oh, good. It's, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, but now I'm back from the dead. <laughs> well, it's yeah. just, it just reminded us how much of a different energy we have when it's just the two of us. It reminded us of our old podcast, The Tony Club, which I think still oh exists. I don't God, know if yes. it does. I was going to say, like, I don't think it still exists. Maybe it because lapsed, we stopped paying for the, um, the pro oh, sure. SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it deleted all of our, most oh, of our wow. early episodes. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's out there. But yeah, I feel like there's. I, I, this was a, a much time. more ambitious podcast that James yeah. and I did in the past. So this is just some podcast history for you. Yeah. That James and I did one where we tried to read uh, and or watch and or listen to the, the uh, best play and, and best, best musical. musical Tony Award winners yeah. for each year. Um, we got to the 60s, them. I think. No. Oh, we got to like Fiorello, I think was one of our We got ones. to like the late 50s, but we didn't right. read the 50s because we started in the 40s. Yeah. We got about 12 episodes in. Yeah. But it was just a lot of homework for a podcast, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, this one, we is, just yeah. watch a movie, well, it's two hours, do it. at most. Whereas, kind like, of. you know, the other ones, this you one, we had search, to. Yeah, know, and sometimes gotta... we'd have to be reading a script aloud. Yes. And then we'd have to be reading a script loud and then stopping to play an old Broadway <laughs> cast recording of the musical numbers in yeah. between. So it was, you know, like a... Yeah, yeah got to do a podcast with as, as little prep as possible. Like yeah, so it was a bit too I mean, much I would us. do that if I got paid to do it. Exactly. You know? That would be a great job podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody wants to pay us to go back and make that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We'll leave the, that to the Karina Longworths and the Amy Nicholsons of the world to... Yeah. To do that. Who's Amy Nicholson? She does Unspooled. Um, okay. Paul, uh, Paul Shear. Is that his name? The comedian. Um, oh, I was yeah. about to say Paul Schrader. No. Um, but yeah, she does um, some some fun film stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but we've kind of popped already into the but the the pop corner. We have. It's we've like a kernel. Corner. We've, we've already popped. Yeah, into that corner. Uh, corner. But let's pop in the intro music right here. Pop, 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 pop corner. There we go. Corner and kernel. Yeah. You know, like it's like your pop, new theater. Pop kernel? Yeah. Oh. It's corn. It's corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Matt, what have you been up to in pop corner world? Um, um, there's a lot, I think. Let's filter it out. I think we'll, we'll go to the ones that you mentioned in the quick mix. Mm. Okay. That you were saving to, to talk to me about. 
Um, I think one of them was the Emmys, which I do enjoy. I do enjoy um, an award show. And um, they don't, obviously, <laughs> um, award all of the Emmys on the ceremony. No, no. But uh, they do just the main ones, like the acting and the writing and directing in the series. And I think Variety, the big the big ones, so like Variety series, mm. talk series, and like reality series. Um, yeah, it was good. I think the Emmys, like, in recent years have really kind of... Um, they changed their system. So before in the Emmys, you had to submit, or they still submit episodes to consider. Um, but like most of the Emmy wins really hinged on the episode submission. So you mm. got really wild winners at the Emmys sometimes. Okay. And now most of the winners, because like it kind of, instead of like being decided by a small, small, smaller panel um, who watched all the submissions, now it's kind of just for the whole membership. So right. you get more like, sweeps and like popular winners um and it was fun like i think the highlight for me was Lee ralph winning yeah. for um abbott elementary um and she gave an amazing speech mm. uh and just like it's someone who has just worked in the industry for so long famously from sister act two is where i first um mm. saw her um and she's also an original dream girl and now Love all it. three of the dream girls have awards obviously jennifer holiday she won the Tony. She yeah. better Shirley Ralph. Um, <laughs> and I think... Uh, and she sang, sh- sang here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Loretta Devine, she won a guest Emmy for a Grey's Anatomy a few years back. Um, and Shirley Ralph is only the second black woman to, to win the Supporting Actress Comedy mm. um, Emmy. Mm. Um, the first one was Jack A. Harry for 227. And she was supposed to be cast in 227 in Jack A.'s part. So, you know, full we circle. Yeah, um, and hopefully next year we have room for a third one with Janelle James, who I thought most people were predicting this year. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, that's but, you know, respect and longevity in the industry cannot be underestimated. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, and second year in a row in this category where the winner had an amazing speech. Because I still remember Hannah Waddingham's speech. She, like, freaked out on stage, and she was like, fuck you! And I'm like, that's probably what I would do if yeah. I. Would. <laughs> it's honestly unbelievable that it doesn't happen more <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all award ceremonies. Um, yeah, yeah. Another highlight for me was Jennifer Coolidge winning, which we all knew for the White Lotus. Oh yeah, I just had discussion of that she just have a lad- had a lavender bath. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's like, and I can't feel my. Dr- I mean, my my bursting out of my dress. Um, uh, I just want a resurgence for for the um the crew, the. Oh my god, I'm black. Christopher, I was like blanking on his name. Christopher Guest crew in the, la- in yeah, the recent re- years with Catherine Nehera and um, Eugene Levy. And mm. like, well, Michael McKean hasn't really popped up for a bit of cold soul, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Parker Posey next. Mm. Mm. She was in The Staircase, which I did not watch. No, neither. <laughs> I heard it's pretty harrowing. <laughs> I watched the 12 hour documentary, the French yeah. docuseries from like ages ago. Yeah. Um, but it's a pretty fascinating case. Um, the L did it. I'm kidding. Or am I? Um, yeah, I don't know. It was like pretty cool. I mean, the White Lotus like swept everything. And, yeah. Yeah. So though I'm like, now I know that the thing about it being category fraud, oh, no, yeah. it's like they're going to have another series. So it's, yeah, not a I limited, know. it's not a limited series. Well, it was, it's fine if it's like a completely different cast, you can make it an anthology series. But yeah, because, uh, but because Coolidge Jennifer Coolidge is back, be back playing the same character, I'm like, that's clearly. 
I'm just the like, I feel like anthology series is, should not count as limited series. Sure, I don't think yeah. that's the same thing. Anyway, the, that's just me. The, I'm like, that's a The that's thing a about it, thing. I feel like, like the Emmys were just like, none, not, none of the other contenders are like mm. amazing. So like, we have to award dope sick, I guess. But yeah. You know, I. Of just only nominated Station Eleven for yeah, all of the things yeah, that it should have won. Dope sick is yeah. quite beloved in certain circles. I Especially think it's like respected. Yeah, it's. Yeah. But I don't think it. it generates passion no. mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you're like you know what recent miniseries surprised me that generated like genuine passion mm. Chernobyl oh, people yes. were going crazy for Chernobyl which I still have not seen James is a big seems Chernobyl boring fan. to me uh, I'm a big Jared Harris fan mm. and Jared Harris features on Chernobyl yes uh, I think like I think it's a, a really strong kind of series it's pretty obviously harrowing um, because of if you know anything about Chernobyl but uh, <laughs> like heads up In a she went down Google <laughs> yeah I mean we may have young listeners but... in the audience like, or somehow you may have just missed it you know people miss things yeah. they're like ah oh, yes I know of Chernobyl for its sweeping scenic mountain vistas, yeah, vistas. like what are you talking about <laughs> hey you know um, like you people I do find... visit Chernobyl though <laughs> yeah no and you're able to visit now and it's all the greenery and the animals are coming out but like I find nowadays it's quite hard to I'm, I'm not always seeking out like the dark gritty kind of watches because it's like you know stuff it's is really grim yeah and uh yeah it was it's um I'm already I like I'm not even watching this but I'm annoyed by the new Jeffrey Dahmer yeah <laughs> series yeah that because I don't want to say I mean I don't even mind it it's just like like in theory of a Dahmer series happening but knowing that it's produ- like made by Ryan Murphy yeah. I just know it's not going to be made well yeah, yeah. it's he's he's I not think, the man for the job I think he's better at like crime stuff than like horror stuff and this is probably a mix of both I hear it's really grisly because it's Netflix and he can like get away with a lot more sure. stuff but it just I was you know I experiment on the TikTok um, I <laughs> gaze around there and I don't have a complete algorithm right now and I just I was scrolling through and I was getting so many videos about Dharma and I was like they must have like they are just pumping it so hard into TikTok and it's working because like it's an extremely popular show and people are, are fascinated about like just a genuinely like very creepy and it's not like Ted Bundy where like he had a charisma it's just a very um yeah gross dude obviously <laughs> kills people I think Ted um, Bundy's also gross oh 100% yeah. but, but like, I guess like the, the story of that is like ah yeah. oh, this it guy was, charismatic. was so charismatic yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. here it's just like this is just a weirdo that they should have got earlier yeah and I just feel like <laughs> I don't know like like uh, Gen Z like just seem to be like all over him and they're you know it's part of the Netflix kind of rollout there's going to be a mm. documentary afterwards as well mm-hmm. um, you know and I don't hate everything Ryan Murphy's done I think Versace and um and the OJ, you know, the American uh, Crime Story series were good. But, um, yeah, it doesn't hold any kind of appeal um, to kind of live in that head. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And um, then the next one we want to talk about was Survivor, I think, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which we have all seen uh, the A couple episodes, two episodes yeah. of now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm enjoying it or not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. a huge Super S- Survivor fan, so I'm kind of more background watching it to James. Yeah, fair. Mm. I'm, enjoy- um, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um, 40, the last season is a lot to live up to because I think it's yeah. a really great season. Yeah. Lots of great characters, lots of g- great twists and turns, um, lots of great manipulation and mm. kind of like scheming and just, you know, strategy. Um, 
episode two, which is the last episode that we saw, I think you get to see more of the characters building from the first episode, which was mostly just introduction to the characters. You kind of see the character types and like what motivates them. And then you get some wild, uh, yeah, it's just tactics. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's when the strategy starts coming out that it's obviously it really starts cooking. It's just like, um, yeah, it's, it's when the game kind of magnifies the the players' social games that mm. is it's most interesting to me, like how they kind of um yeah relate to other people, manipulate, coerce, use whatever strategy to you know whether that's uh a strong um upfront strategy or just like lurking in the backgrounds mm. like. In the confessionals, when they kind of just, like, spill their beans is really funny yeah, as and, well. And I feel like after some of the previous seasons, we're more primed to kind of... I mean, we're new Survivor adoptees, I don't know. In terms of previous winners, how much they like lurking in the shadows, being very upfront. But, like, some of the previous winners have been more behind the scenes and then kind of have emerged as frontrunners later on. So I'm trying to spot, like, who's, like... Who's, who the who the camera isn't totally focusing on, but secretly yeah. is. Um, um, yeah, but I think it's a lot of fun. It's a sh- uh, like season forty. What is it? Forty one and forty two. Like the contestants didn't know the new rules of the game. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, they they've seen those those episodes. So some of that little like initial like they have no clue what's coming is is a little just, lost. But it's like, you know it's forty three seasons in, and I'm still I'm still I'm still into it. Yeah. Um, and what else did I watch? So, like, there was a huge kind of, like, so, in the last two weeks, I've been watching, like, Eric Romare films and movie, and the stereotype about Eric Romare is that his films are just, like, two char- two characters talking about their feelings. Okay. Um, uh, which, you know, I love. And, uh, Matt very Nip. much highly, Matt Nip, uh, I know, I very much highly recommend, um, especially his 80s output. It's just so so youthful and kind of just like, um, I don't like they just get to something, uh, you know. The the more characters talk and talk, the more they reveal themselves. And like normally that isn't really cinematic; it's more in the in the theater world. Mm. But I don't know. There's just something about like like nice vistas and just like you know. 80s French bourgeoisie malaise. That's re- like, and, and it's mostly young people as well, which is which is really cool. Um, I would uh, recommend uh, the Aviator's Wife, the Green Ray, um, Boyfriends and Girlfriends, uh, at A Tale of Summer. If is, you ever is a Green Ray, is that one of the Tilda Swinton ones? Because they were releasing a bunch of no, no. Okay, no. well they're doing a Tilda Swinton <laughs> run. I thought I recognized that. I need to get into back into more movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's I stand movie. Um, it is my favorite streaming services services service. Yeah, it's um, so good. It's like there's more. Yeah, we, you know, it's a it's a multitude of mm. movies. Um, and the, my favorite thing about movie is that it does have like the little expiration date. So, and it sucks though. And like uh, a can like you know like the filmography of a director. They're all going to be expiring in, like, 14 days. And I'm like, I have to watch all of these in 14 days. like, Or at least, like, you know, the, the greatest hits. Right. But at least it tells you. Yeah. yeah. And you can cherry pick the best ones. Um, but I got so hooked into it that I wa- ended up watching most of it, mm. um, which is really cool. Um, and if there's a series 
because he does like these like themed things so like in the 60s and 70s he had these like moral tales which he made six films of those and then six comedies and proverb films in the 80s and then a four seasons tale in the 90s um they're all good but i would recommend checking out the the comedies and proverbs section in the 80s Mm. which was my personal favorite and also um i wasn't here because i was in melbourne and while in melbourne i was hanging out with some friends and then um we watched (laughs) malignant Okay. Or from a couple of years back. Yeah. Which is a horror movie. Yes. And it is terrible until it's terribly good. Yes, that's Oh my hear. god. It is cinema. <laughs> Honestly, you get you get the best of both worlds. Uh yeah. I have not um done the full malignant train yet i uh i started and then i got so like the first half it's, section i was like oh this is it's so bad, bad. Um, and then but it i gets, know it gets good it gets amazing yeah. i was like how how did this film just turn it around yeah. and now i actually kind of stand the film okay cool. the audacity okay um yeah. It's on the October watch then. I know. It's the yeah. month of Schlocktober. Let's do it. Um, and I guess that's me. Cool. Oh, actually, one thing I do want to talk about briefly mm. is I love when um, Twitter just has these field days. Oh, yes. I was wondering if we... I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Well, there's been a few. Yeah. There's one where, like... The, the Don't Worry Darling, like, oh, yeah. press tour, which we we can talk about. We'll talk about we'll, it. We'll talk about it. There might be some, maybe some options for us to talk about there. Yeah. But briefly, I was just, like, this week, <laughs> there was this, like, story about one of the Try Guys from, from Buzz, the ex-BuzzFeed videos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the wife guy, Ned, who, uh, yeah, who cheated on his wife very publicly. I know. Which... I just yeah. look. I didn't realize I how much of a wife guy. Knew, I like the only thing I knew about Try Guys was there was one Asian guy that came out as gay. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. A big thing. Uh. Um, that's all. So I was like, there's three indistinguishable whites. <laughs> the white guys. The white <laughs> and nerds. Then, yeah. And then there's the Asian guy. So I was like, cool, yeah. it's not him. He's the, the only star. one that I yeah, have. Absolutely. I have any connection or understanding of. Um, so I have no. <laughs> but no it's knowledge so funny to me because, too. like, normally, I mean, this is like such a like. Maybe like an F grade celebrity. Yeah. But because everyone on the internet kind of grew up at that certain time mm. where I guess it hit them at a, at like a certain age where they may, were maybe late teens, early 20s, mm. that everyone just started watching BuzzFeed videos. Um, yeah, that this kind of like hit a certain point of the yeah. internet that kind of made it, it was like a, a story. Yeah, yeah, well, a story that is way bigger than what yeah. it should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fascinating to me. I'm like, we really shouldn't care because this person is like, he's not even a real he's celebrity. He's really famous, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, uh, I I missed all the Try Guys BuzzFeed kind of stuff. So it was just bizarre. Just like, yeah. <laughs> like who is this man? What has happened? But, you know, speaking of BuzzFeed, congratulations to Quinta Brunson for winning her writing Emmy. Yeah. The opposite end for me, where it was funny to see someone just getting their start on YouTube videos that I watched, and mm. now she's just, you know, killing it with her own series and winning an Emmy. Yeah, season two's out now, though, that hasn't dropped for us yet. Yeah, yeah, I think I want to wait till it, it you know, finishes yeah. the season and binge, binge I was, it. I was going to say, like, for me, it was like, 
like Brit and Nick and like college humor. If something happened sure. to one of those folks, yeah. I'd be like, <gasps> what? Um, I'm trying to remember what they're called. Like, uh, what's their names? Like, who was the, the guy with the glasses that was. I don't know who you're talking about. Who are you talking about? Jake and Amir. If, if something happened to like Jake and Amir, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Amir's dead or yeah. something. Like, gosh. you know. But they're not, they're going fine. Also, you know, Community is finally making their movie. Yeah. I didn't see that. I, just I mean, want... I didn't see the last few two seasons. Right. So I, I, I stuck I it out. Strong, Those um... last couple of seasons, they were like in, in the worst uh, streaming platforms. Like yeah. Yahoo I something. was very much one where I watched it up until the point where it got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched the first couple of episodes after it came back and was like, nope. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, did not continue. I just, I just hope that. Um, Donald Glover is willing enough to like they I'm sure they'll pay him a lot of money yeah. to come back I hope at least as a cameo I will not watch if I don't get Troy and Abed that's in the like morning. one of the major appeals of the show absolutely characters well, it's as a bizarre. like by the end so many of them had dropped off right like Chevy was out well, because we don't he was want being, Chivy no, back. We don't want nobody him. wanted to hang um, out with him but then yeah, Troy, and then was there someone else that the, left as well? Oh, yeah, Yvette Nicole Brown, I think, left oh. at the oh. last season, maybe? Damn. Because I forgot about I that. Know. I mean, I just, I, I, mean, I only watched Shirley, I was like, what is, yeah, yeah, her name, but I, yeah. But it's it's good. I like, the thing I like about Community is that they're, I think all of their cast kind of, yeah, like, succeeded more than, yeah, you yeah. know. That's true. The the one I see the least, honestly, is Abed. Yeah. But yeah, he's you know. been cast in the new Avatar movie. Uh, they just dropped it all, and I saw that he shows up somewhere. So. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Here we go. Not Avatar. Still working. The way the sh- shape of water. What's he's also famously the way, way of water. water. He's also famously on Ducktales. It's on oh. Ducktales. <laughs> That's right. That beautiful meme. I need um, I need a new Bibliotheca rap. Yeah. yeah. But he's in, um, yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender by uh, Wait, Roseanne Liang. Yeah, oh, so be. is he in yeah, Avatar? Yeah, he's been cast Or is he in Avatar The Way Water? No, no, so he's in Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> okay, cool. Not All right. Avatar The Way Water. All right, well, that's me, I think. Nice. Yes. Any uh, so anything, anything else post, too? post the quick mix? Um, so obviously, been I've just been watching a lot of... You know, young people's theater, which I also my main, saw. My life, yeah, which is I'm gonna spell. I love to support. I'm gonna rank them from <laughs> worst to best right now. Well, I'm this kidding. is. I, I I was one of the things was judging a, a school music competition, oh, yeah. and I had to get. They, they told us uh, as judges before we went out there. Oh, yeah. By the way, just give the first four places, the top four, and we were like, yeah, of course. And they were yeah. like, yeah, because the people that came in to judge the Haka competition earlier this year ranked them from and last place. <laughs> And we're not bit by bit, and I'm like, okay, we will not do that. That's mortifying. <laughs> mortifying is... for the poor last place house. Uh. Oh. Um, so don't do that. If you're, if you're ever having to judge a school music competition, uh, don't, don't, don't do the bottoms. <laughs> do you want to shout out one of the kind of one of the pieces uh, that links in with one of the oh, movies yes. we watched? Uh, obviously, that the clear winners of this Scots College House music production were the ones that did a Top Gun inspired performance oh, yes. uh, nice. of Great Balls of Fire in full flight gear outfits with aviator glasses and mustaches uh, as as Maverick and Goose we love. Um, including like a great piano solo the uh, original was, Troy and you know, Abed yeah, like, no. <laughs> uh, worthy of Goose himself yeah. Um, yeah strong strong winners 
Man, um, amazing. But yeah, so I've mostly just been doing that, my work, I guess, yeah. uh, and then occasionally watching, uh, you know, reality television with James when I've had some time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, Sad day for reality television yes, this week. If you uh, know, you know. If you know, you know. We sure. won't, don't discuss it here for spoiler reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, what else have I been up Amazing to? Amazing, we've, we've already talked, we've talked about, about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. James and I did watch some of Film Moonraker last night, yes. uh, late at night, and then we it was about half past twelve, and we had to go to bed. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I, had to, I had to like, I had to like take a couple of seconds. I'm like, like, is that Moonraker? Yeah, I was like the, the James Bond film, not Moonfleet, not Moonfall. Moon yeah. Moon night. Oh my god, there's so many moon. Yeah. There's a lot of moon things. Well, this one they rate the moon uh, supposedly. I don't yeah. know. The, um, the but cool. there's a bit where there's a big chase scene in Venice and mm. that was very funny and oh, I was yeah. maybe I was just quite delirious because it was quite late and I was very tired <laughs> but it was pretty hilarious clearly the best thing about the yeah. uh, about that movie um, uh, so that was strong yeah where the gondola like has an inflatable yeah like, it's a gondola and, and it comes out I of the hope, water and it's suddenly God, a car I hope the <laughs> next Bond is back to silly oh that yeah. would be great that'd well, be amazing the thing that I forgot that is ama- amazing is they get a shot of a pigeon looking from like left to right <laughs> and then they repeat the footage so it's a pigeon double take <laughs> and it's like wow that and people fucking hated this movie uh, when it came out it was so but it was silly. also a was huge hit funny. as well um Another amazing thing from Moonraker is um, at the very start, like uh, James Bond gets thrown out of an airplane, and all of the footage like feels like a Mission oh, Impossible James movie. James Bond, oh yeah, there's a full like you know uh, skydiving, like, yeah, free skydive sequence. And you're like, <laughs> they are just falling through the sky, and it's like it's the nineteen late nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they don't have CGI to cover mm, this. Like this is just really happening. It's insane footage, and like especially yeah with film cameras and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously it's not Roger Moore doing it. But, but some it is stuntmen, stuntmen. a couple of stuntmen mm, have yeah. had to do that. Yeah. It's crazy. So it made me, even though they are like sexist and misogynistic and all that stuff, racist too, it did make me hungry for some old, <laughs> yeah, little caveats it's, it's, um, you know, of its time. It's of its time. Um, did make me hungry to see some old James Bond movies. Because Roger Moore has that bizarre yeah. appeal. I think Roger Moore has the best one. He's so silly. and, and Although I do love Goldfinger. Yeah, but like he put in the most legwork in terms of establishing what a James Bond kind of mm. is. He he did the most amount of films. Um, yeah, so that was good fun. Mm. Uh, and then I also saw I May Destroy You, um, the oh, yeah. talking of limited show. series, um, which yes, show. finally got around. Coming late to way late, <laughs> like by a couple of years. Um, uh, yeah, I really really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, it is that's another one of those cases where I used to watch Michaela Cole in chewing gum. I oh, really, yeah. didn't really think much of that show. I was like, it's fun. And I didn't know that she had it in her. Yeah. Um, and it just blew me away. Yeah. She yeah. did destroy me. Yeah, if she, she may. It's, <laughs> a, it's a really powerful piece. It's only 12 Incredible. episodes on, on Neon. Um, you've probably already heard of it. But um, if not, yeah, it's, um, I guess, trigger warning for um, rape and sexual assault. Uh, mm-hmm. Skip ahead, like. Uh, by like the a minute whole, or two. Skip ahead the whole series. If, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> like for this pod though. Like you know. Right, right. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, Sorry. it's about a woman that's trying to uh, write her second book, uh, and then she um, is is raped at a bar, and then across the course of the episode, it kind of explores like sexual assault. Because it's because of the series. Because of the series, yeah. Um, and, as she tries to figure out like who is responsible, and then gaining a kind of she like kind of comes into her, her own and like 
uh, learning around, like, um, so it's about like healing and yeah. peace and finding and ways yeah. to move forward. Yeah. Um, and, that a, trauma. and also looking at the kind of limitations of the justice system where it comes to yeah yeah how the justice system doesn't deal well with sexual assault and mm. does, isn't really set up to kind of handle it as well yeah yeah and people's different kind of experiences with that how um yeah it's not just about her it's about her friends as well um yeah i love the the various subplots of of her friends yeah very true to life they all feel very like yeah. rich kind of characters and um yeah, uh, very complicated kind of situations. I, I was concerned, you know, with some episodes if it would just be like a binary, like t- removing a condom is also a, a form of rape, like da 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 da. da. Um, but it, it's not. It goes beyond just being like here's a list of different bad things that you that could happen to characters. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's one yeah. of the best shows of all time, yeah. and Rolling Stone agrees. Yeah, they just released their hundred best shows of all oh, time. Oh yeah, I haven't read that, I haven't yet. Read that yet. Yeah, I did it's see missing, the one. It's but, missing a few things. Um, yes. Also, Breaking Bad is over Mad Men, over my dead body. What? Yeah. Crazy. Look, that seems to be the mainstream opinion, but it's wrong. What? Yeah. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, craziness. I've mentioned it already, but Better Call Saul is going great. Um, yeah, enjoying it. I'll get. I'll. I'll do a final wrap up when I'm finished. <laughs> but I've already mentioned it enough. So. All right. Well, is that a wrap up? Of yeah, I think the we've really out. raced through that actually. And you know who also races very, very fast? <laughs> Horses at a day at the races. Played one, Sam, for all time's sake. You must remember. Mix. Mix. Just a mix. That is the last time that we're going to be hearing that. That little beautiful piece yeah, of Yeah, this is the, fi- the finale of our You Must Remember Mixed series. Honestly, fans of us in general, mm. we have used that song quite a lot in our various projects. Yes. Because yeah. where have we used that before? I can't remember. But we have. Maybe Gift of the Gap? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's an iconic song. Like, it even <laughs> showed up in Moonraker where he chucked a guy on a piano and Roger Moore was like, play it again, Sam. Like, it's, sure. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So thank you it's to just, Casablanca. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just continuing my feud with Karina Longworth and her <laughs> anger bot. I'm still not over it. That was a while ago. <laughs> um, but, you know, we may return back to She knows what she did. Yeah. I was trolling her on Twitter. Yeah. We may return back to older films, either with this series or, to, just, like, or just integrate more older films into Absolutely. Our, uh, our watches. And don't don't worry, of... darlings. We will. Don't worry. We, we will, will get there. We will get there. Um, but yeah, just thinking, speaking of the, the song, you must remember this, mm. uh, as time goes by, yeah. um, this is actually a film that predates Casablanca. It yeah. is, yeah. We're looking, at a, we're looking at a film yeah. that's older than the song that signifies old film. <laughs> yes. So 1937, that's, that's really says right? a lot, doesn't it? Well, you know. How, how far back we're going. Yeah, we're going what? back through the vortex. We're really yeah. in black and white you know, now. From yeah. being sucked off last episode <laughs> to being... Uh, finished off <laughs> yeah. in 1935. Place. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, who picked this? So film? this is my pick. Oh god. Uh, so this is a day at the races uh, by the Marx Brothers. It's not well, by them, I yeah. guess. It's a Marx Brothers film. Uh, directed it's directed by, Sam, by Wood. Sam Wood, Sam who Wood. I know nothing about. He but did Night of the Opera. Yeah, he's well. he's also Great. a very prominent. Classic Hollywood director. He was one of the directors of Gone with the Wind once. Original director said bye bye. Obviously, only one director was credited, but you know, all those things. 
Did a lot of films. Right. Well, here he is. Uh, and, yeah, hey, here are our boys, the, the Marx Brothers themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what's either of your histories with Day of the Races before I launch into mine? Well, okay, I'll start. Um, I think, you know, obviously the Marx Brothers are a big cultural kind of milestone. Maybe not as prominent as, like, th- you know, Elvis and, like, a lot of people we've discussed before. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's the, dr- the line that's drawing between the Marx Brothers <laughs> and oh, Elvis? Fashion. But, you know, everyone has heard of, of, of the oh, Marx Brothers right. who is interested in film. Um, and obviously, Groucho Marx stands above his brothers in terms of pop cultural Definitely significance. became the breakout star. Absolutely. And you, you still see those, like, you know, Groucho Marx glasses with a big nose and the, the moustache and, like, gags as in, in, in pop culture maybe in real life yeah. I don't know honestly amazing that we had so many like <laughs> men with moustaches at that time I know and they are clearly different yeah like yeah. I mean our Charlie Chaplin's our um, uh, Groucho's well the thing is like yeah I feel like the eyebrows are as key as the moustache it is it's, oh, like, yes. it's how the separation is yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I guess he's the face of the mo- Marx Brothers, and mm. you would be kind of aware of him sometimes, if even if you're not aware of who the other brothers are. Mm. Um, I have uh, only watched two Marx Brothers films before this. I watched Animal Crackers before this, um, ages ago. Thank you, movie. Um, which was just kind of like madcap and anarchic, and I really enjoyed it. And then, in preparation for this, I watched um, A Night at the Opera, which was kind of a big turning point in their careers. Mm. Mm. Um, kind of streamlined their image and just just added more kind of like traditional um, elements that would be seen in blockbuster films at the time, like romances and like, I guess, uh, streamlining their characters. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, which I did enjoy, which is a nice cool 90 minutes. Um, yeah, I enjoyed both, both. I think I prefer the madcap, Animal Crackers, um, so yeah, I was I was kind of uh, yeah excited to to see what a day at the races brought mm. um, because you know again like one of one of their kind of landmark films, mm. but yeah that's that's my history with the Marx Brothers. James, cool. what's your history with the Marx Brothers? Well, the Marx Brothers aren't really my guys. Like my guys are Laurel and Hardy and Charlie mm. uh, Chaplin. Um, like I feel like with your parents. They make, if they're into film, like, they'll make a couple of choices who to get from the video store. Sure. And, um, yeah, it was, um, uh, those folks didn't, uh, get so much, I mean, like, I'm lumping, like, silent films and, like, early talkies together. Um, but I, stuff like Buster Keaton and Marx Brothers, I kind of missed a little bit. Um, and so I have, uh, same as you, seen two films. Um, I saw Duck Soup, which is also, uh... Uh, like a really, really big Duck one Soup of is their iconic. It's their yeah. iconic best one. Which kind of I was like, together. I was yeah. gonna s- save that for after. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And uh, a, a a night at the races. I always want to say day. No, it's a day at the races. No, no, sorry, sorry. A a night at the opera. Jesus. Which I guess is their second most. Yeah, probably their second most famous one. And I saw that around at your house because. Uh, you showed me that, which was very sweet. Nice to see it with your family. Um, I'm sure you'll talk about that in a bit, but no, not about me. As I, I'm, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I honestly had to look up and remind myself that Harpo is not called Curly because it's like oh, at that three point. Stooges. Yeah. I'm like, because I haven't seen any of the Three Stooges, and it's kind of like how you are with 
Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, where they're kind of mm. like they're it's all they like, occupy the same space. Yeah, and it, it's it's a bit of like a, a a duck soup, if you will, of <laughs> um, of names and not clearly defined. Whereas mm. if people are massive fans of Mark, Mark's Brothers or Three Stooges, I'm sure that's like sacrilege. Um, but for me, it's like yeah, it's still very much a journeyman's like a beginner's guide to the Marx Brothers. So I guess right. I guess the big expert of the three of us is yes. Cass. Yes. So and why, I, why? Why? What is your history with this film, yeah. Cass? And why is it mixed in your opinion? Okay, so um, I definitely grew up with the Marx Brothers um, when I was probably like late primary school. Mm-hmm. My parents got them i think my mum said that we were in taiwan staying at like a house somewhere like somebody's i don't know i don't know where we were staying but it wasn't like a hotel it was just like somebody's house yeah um and they had i think duck soup there and we watched that and we're like this is the greatest and you also film saw I've... the movie right yeah <laughs> and we watched it we're like this is this is the the greatest film ever created uh we have to watch all the rest of the Marx brothers yeah at Amazing. this point um, so we got really obsessed with them and my mum would go to the video store and get us many Marx Brothers films to watch uh, and yep Day at the Races was probably yeah probably my like sort of yeah, one of my like top ones mm. after Duck Soup which was the pinnacle um, but yeah we just watched a lot of them so we'd watch Night at the Opera obviously Big Store um, Go West like the, mm-hmm. oh, the the circus one I can't remember what that one's called it's also good the I big top it's just like at the circus um, uh, yeah I think yeah, it must a, be at the circus yeah. I don't think it's the big top because they did have a scan of the titles before yeah they, yeah I can't remember the circus one um, there's yeah and I'm probably a couple other ones that mm-hmm. I don't recall mm-hmm. the titles of did they do like shorts um, as well or did they come right into movies uh, I don't know but they started on the vaudeville mm. stage oh, right, okay. is my understanding they, they're yeah, very the much stage performers that the, then they develop these shows a lot of the time as stage shows and the gags that they would do in their films they would like take on the road to like kind of get the timing right yeah so right. they'd like yeah. use routine. it as like yeah. like stand-up comedians kind of develop their stand-up basically before they put it in a film cool. um so they yeah they were very much come from that stagey background you can totally see that i think mm. in both the yeah like the comedy style mm. um and also i think the fact that they're such like multi-talented performers like, I oh think my god that i found yeah. so exciting yeah. as a kid is that it's like how cool that you have this so harpo was always my favorite as a kid Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all of them. I also liked Groucho. Um, Chico was probably mm-hmm. my, my least favorite, but I still liked him as well. It's so funny. I actually um, like Chico the most. Oh, Chico's still great. Like, I think they're yeah. all great. Um, but I thought it was so cool, particularly how, like, Harpo and Chico can do, like, these really impressive virtuosic musical performances, mm-hmm. as well as being these, like, goofy guys that do mime and do, like, yeah. fast talk and wisecracks and do all these sort yeah. of, you know, humorous other things. Like, there's, there's so many different strings to their bow or strings to their harp mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that... Yeah, like I thought that was so cool and so fun as a kid. Um, and yeah, I think it's really interesting um, that, yeah, I was just so glued to the screen for these as well. Like as like an eight, nine-year-old, um, mm-hmm. it was definitely something that, yeah, you sort of think about like kid attention spans. There's and I'm like, no, I'm just watching all of this. Like it was great. Yeah, yeah. Going There's from bit to bit. about those kind of routines. Like I remember as a kid, I used to watch Tom and Jerry a lot. Mm. Whereas like, I don't know if I could watch it now. It's just like, <laughs> feels like the same repetitive thing but like as a kid there's something about those it's gags very and comforting yeah. about like structure yeah 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 and like exactly. that's the thing with Marx Brothers films have a very clear structure of like for sure the, you're always going to have this sequence you're always going to have this bit and it's like kind of you're expecting it and you want mm. that and you'd be disappointed if there wasn't his scene where Harpo plays the harp yeah like <laughs> you know that's that's kind you of you know I just got his 
name when I saw this movie. <laughs> does he often have a harp? Does yeah, man. He, he plays did, the harp he, a he lot. He did in the night at the opera, at yeah. least. Because oh, in my head, I'm like, he plays the piano, which no. he does also. Chico right. plays the piano. He's right. like the piano, piano one. Yeah. Well, the thing about jokes is like, as long as they're like structured well, like they'll play to anyone. Like, as it's long like, as they're funny. It's like, who's Make on me third? laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like who's on first? What's on second? Like, yeah. So like me and third. my mum and my brother would do like impressions of the Marx Brothers around oh, the house. Cool. I love it. Like we'll quote these films to each other all the it's time. Like, oh, I think I've got uh, your mum has said like thank you. Um, yes, definitely we do that around the yeah. house. I think to the Gosh. point where you not even remember that it comes from this film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I chose this one because I like it's of the Marx Brothers films. It had a more mixed reputation. I think it was very popular. Yeah. Like from you know in terms of commercially i think it sold a lot of sales but i think mm. the reviews it got were kind of a bit more like oh this is like average marx brothers films the seventh um, film yeah, yeah and like yeah. people were sort of like oh it's fine it's still yeah. like good, the seventh film is like, always cursed <laughs> <laughs> no. um but yeah so i knew that i wanted to do a marx brothers film because i have such a strong of connection course. to them um but yeah i chose this one as opposed because i was like oh we could do duck soup and i'm like oh we can't do duck soup because it's just a, like a yeah, stone cold a classic. classic like yeah. it's really good um yeah. and we're like date races was a little bit more mixed it's a bit, maybe a bit overlong we might say like See, there's yeah. some problematic say. elements in it yeah um horses dangerous there's dangerous horse <laughs> well, we'll discuss all of that <laughs> um so yeah and then it didn't get super as as great reviews it got like good as mm. opposed to like great um yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody outright like hated it, but yeah, it didn't get the glowing Maybe reviews one some of its other did. ones did. No, um, so yeah, I, that's why I figured it, it counted for mixed for our mixed bag. Yeah, cool, amazing. All right, so should we start with the plot? Yes, yeah, if you don't know what the day at the races is, <laughs> I'm gearing up. I'm gearing up. That's, will that's starting position. <laughs> he's at the starting gate, right. and he's going to describe we'll see. the movie in a minute. In three, two, one. All right, so Judy is losing the sanitarium that cares for um, patients. And the Marx Brothers, Chico is her her friend who tries to help her. Um, One of the patients is Mrs. Upjohn, who is a benefactor of the factory, of the sanitarium. (laughs) And she will only um, stay if Groucho's character, Dr. (laughs) What's-His-Face, comes in. So he comes in, everything is fine. Halfway. Um, (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Uh, Groucho's, he's a horse doctor, and uh, his competence is, uh, like, not believed (laughs) by the uh, villains, so they kind of... 15. Like, try to break him. Um, And then... Like, they have to win the race, the horse race, to, like, secure the money when he gets find, found out. And, like, lots of hijinks happen. And they do secure the money and win the race. You're yeah, not wrong. that was... It was probably not the, this level of speed that no, we jumped out the it's, gate. It's, it's allegedly um, trot. It's allegedly yeah. strolled it's through allegedly the plot. Plot through the plot. I mean, a major plot point that I think though. Matt did miss there is that Judy, who owns a sanitarium, she's got a boyfriend who's she a singer, does. and he's yeah. a foolish guy who's spent all of his money on a racehorse, and so that's yeah. why they need to win the race yes, to make yes, all the yes. money. And Harpo is a jockey, and that's why he's That's there. right. Yeah. And there's also a couple of, you know, musical interludes. There's a lot of musical interludes. Um, we'll talk about them in yeah. a bit. Uh, um, it's a lot. A lot of it is, of course, just ways to hang different, um, you know, routines. Uh, yeah. comedic routines yeah. on. Um, yeah. 
Typical Marx Brothers. Yeah. Hard what's, to try. What's his name again? Something Bush? Have a... Hackenbush. Hackenbush? Like, oh, yeah. I said what's his face. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, apparently... Well, Chico does call him Hackenapus the whole time. Hackenbush. Well, apparently it's supposed to be, like, quack, Quackenbush. Because that makes it because he's oh, a quack. he's a quack. But the, he got... They, like, doctors who are actually called Quackenbush, like, tried oh, to, like, sue. I because see. they were like, no, I'm called that. Okay, man. defensive much? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, I feel like I wouldn't mm. trust a doctor called Dr. Quinn. <laughs> Choose a different p- profession. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Get a stage name. Get a <laughs> yeah. doctor name. Change your name. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, cool. So, let's line up those bottles. Yeah. So Wait, no, before the bottle. Oh, you're I'm so, so hot to, sorry. You're so hot to try it. We have to get Jumped to the hot to buy. Exactly. Um, uh, it's our MVP, most visually pleasing, <laughs> hot butter. Woo! What a selection in the film. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. selection. <laughs> mm. I'll, I mean. I'll go. Yeah. Okay. If you're not ready. I've got something. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess the most objectively hot people in this film are, is the main couple, which is, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. Judy and. I think Judy's good looking. Whatever his face Gil. is. Gil. But I don't, they're so boring that they're yeah. not really attractive to mm. me mm. that I have to choose one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess the hottest one is, is in this film, I think, is Groucho. Yeah. Because he gets to, like, be... Uh, His dancing. Yeah, so, absolutely. so, like, effortless. <laughs> like, that's a sexy short king. The thing with Groucho mm. is that I think he's like Charlie Chaplin, where, like, mm. if you take off all of his stage makeup, he's he actually could, he a pretty hot guy. See, I yeah. pick, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's my man. I'm sticking by him. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm the same. Uh, Groucho is, is a winner in my book. It's, it's those dance moves that really did it for me. And there's a bit where he, like... There's there's a scene in like the doctor's uh, office where he like makes a mistake, like where the things got the wrong way. Do you know the moment I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, when he's oh the, the mirror. He's wearing a mirror on like his a, head. So he's uh, meant to be examining he's someone doing some else. Sort of examination. Yeah. It's one of those old doctor equipment where I don't even know what it was supposed but to do. Instead yeah. of the mirror like facing the patient, it's actually facing him, and yeah. so he's describing yeah. himself instead of. Yeah. Uh, Harpo, which is the patient. And instead of, like, what you would usually assume maybe in a comedy of, like, oh, gosh, I'm so embarrassed, he's like, no, you're so right. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, And I'm just, the like... strangest reaction. It's so funny. Well, and he's so, like... Oh, it's I don't so know, good. just carefree with... Uh, the breakout um, I'm gonna go yeah. for... I'm gonna go for Flo, who oh, is Flo. the... So yes. Flo is the, the honey trap that is sent yes. in to seduce Groucho at one point. She's a great dress. Yes. She does have an amazing like, dress. 1930s mm. backless kind of thing. Sleek. And just her whole... It's a very, like, a Mae West kind mm. of, like, yeah. affectation of just coming and being like, hey, hello. And it's this very... It's like, don't worry, toots. I'll get him in. <laughs> yeah. I'll get him in a compromising position. Yeah, for sure. Um, and look, I loved her. Strong. I just like her in combination with Groucho because yeah. she mm. does terror over him. Yes. Yeah. Which is really fun to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And they make it work. Yeah. It's visual yeah. comedy. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, cool. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, butter was butter was around back then, and, and it so was with sizzling. dogs. There was a point where Matt <laughs> to us watching the show, and he was like, "I just it feels weird that there were dogs." Back no, I then. said, I said, I knew that I know that there were dogs back then, but to me, just watching them in an old film, I'm just like, I said, a part of me is surprised <laughs> that they have dogs. See, for me, I get that as well. Where I'm like. <sighs> So, like, faces look different back then, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, so that's what a 50-year-old man looks like, say, in the 50s or whatever. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm. we understand, like, 
faces change. Yeah. Whereas animals always look the same. And I'm like, damn, that that dog looks like a dog. And yeah. I'm like, of course it does. Yeah. I think, yeah, that articulates what I mean better. Because yeah. it's like, they just look like normal, modern normal dogs. dogs. <laughs> so you're like, they got a modern day dog for them. Yes. <laughs> Time traveler. it's my i I had a similar thing there's a twitter account about like cats of yore and there's like these little cats that are like sitting on like boats because you had to have a cat on a boat sailors cats sailors cats and i'm like that's a that's a modern looking cat (laughs) of course like yeah expecting cats to all have like the faces like those tapestry (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Um, they they used to meow in a transatlantic accent back then yeah um, um, Alright. Bottles. bottles. Alright. I just think there's lots of sequences that it's are really yeah. funny. Hilarious. To me. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so iconic sequences to me as a child, which still hold up. It's Tootsie Footsie ice cream, like. Oh, whole, yes, of course. So this is uh, Chico is disguised as an ice cream seller, and but he's actually uh, selling tips on the races, yeah. supposedly. Mm. But in fact, he's just trying to use this as a scam to get money so that he can make a bet on the horses. And so Groucho is his mark. And Groucho was just gradually <laughs> scammed into purchasing about 20 books from him. Um, each of which is going to like let, look up another book so that he can look up another thing in another book. And then eventually he can decode the tip on the races that he got given. Yeah. Um, the structure is just so clean. It's just so silly. Yeah. It also takes the right comic to do it because it's so repetitive. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And it's you expect the joke, but it's so funny every yeah. time they do it. And, and it's like, and it becomes this thing where they're like both of them expecting it to happen, and then so yeah. they're like lampshading the fact that it's like, okay, now exactly. you're gonna scam me out of this, aren't you? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. yep, okay, here you go. And it's like, funny every time. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, I found that hilarious as a child. I still think it's great and funny. Yeah. Um. I, I think the one that had me laughing the most was the the sequence where they were were like, um, they were about to to um find Miss Doctor. Hacking Bush out because oh, yes. they were he, he, they were uh, instructing him to do like uh, was it a, like uh, just an examination? Right? Yes, they brought yeah. in like this other real doctor mm. to come and examine Miss Upjohn, and Miss Upjohn's kind of this hypochondriac who like basically Groucho's doctor character affirms that she mm. is sick when mm. she in fact is nothing wrong. She's with perfectly her. normal, um, but yeah, that's his like his basically his his whole sort of scam is to just he's making up stuff like she has like she's high got low blood, blood pressure, pressure on one yeah, yeah. side and high blood pressure on the other side. Yeah. Um, um, so, and so the doctor, of course, exa- the other doctor comes and examines her and says she's fine. She's and then he has to conduct an examination while they watch to check if he's a real and doctor. And he just, they keep putting it off. They, like, keep washing their hands. And washing it. This is, again, me and my b- brother singing down by the old mill stream while pretending uh, to wash our hands as well, kids. Like, got to absolutely me, doing that. What got to me was when it kind of devolved into, you know, like, absolute chaos and they started like um you know like the chair would flip and she'd be horizontal yeah. and then and then he took out the the barber's like blade and they like got the cream when the cream and the blade came out i was i was just in yeah. euphoria they, yeah. they call for an x-ray Hilarious. and harpo gets a whole lot of like newsies papers it's yeah. kind of like extra extra it was oh, too X-ray, much X-ray. oh it was too like, much it's so and it's just everything happening at it's once it's so yeah. overwhelming and they need to dry their hands they're like dry it on each other's coats yeah, and do a little circle it's like every decision is made to just keep amplifying the, just the choreography of that whole thing as well yeah, yeah. Um, and I think uh, Margaret mm. Dumont is just so 
good. I like, love Margaret Dumont. Um, um, iconically in a lot of Mark Brothers films. And yeah. she yeah. really plays, like, again, a, a sort of similar stock character the way that they do. Where I, she's always, like, an older, rich widow that yeah. generally is, like, getting scammed or, like, a romantic interest for Groucho. They call her, like, the fifth Marx brother. Yeah, yeah. Famously, there is a fourth one who's only in some of them. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, there is also a fifth one. There which is. is quite funny. But there's the fifth one. So the fourth one is Zeppo, which before I watch the films I always knew that there were four instead of just mm. the three of them because you know yeah. Zippo sometimes Zippo is I think in Duck Soup he he's occasionally shows soup. up in oh, a couple yeah. of yeah. them and but he's I, just like another guy he's like he's funny but he's more of a straight he's like a straight guy character um, um, and then there's Gummo who's just like a producer he yeah. like helped out in the for like because he was also Zippo was also in Animal Crackers which I did see mm. um, and uh, what were we talking about the fifth Mark's brother. Yes. Um, so Mark Dumont for me is so funny because I the way that she delivers her lines, I don't know, like, she's clearly in on the joke because yeah. because mm. she's done so many of these and yeah. she did but it on vaudeville so as well. she's so good at, like, keeping a straight face. But because the, 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 delivery, her delivery, like, and it's like... It's like an she, opera singer acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like, <laughs> is she aware of the joke <laughs> is she just clueless is she a bad actress in a hilarious way like yeah. it's kind of like yeah she's you know the original jennifer coolidge like, yeah it's mm. like it's, yeah it's, it's, it's iconic she's so good and it's just the, the, the she's nobody can be appalled but amused yeah. Yeah. In, a, in an interesting exa- way as there's, she is. there's something about her comic timing that like because you know with the march brothers you know it's an act and it works. Yeah. But with Margaret Dumont, I'm like, is it an act? It is. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but it's hilarious because yeah. you're not sure if, yeah. if she knows it or not or how careless her delivery is. It's yeah. just like so funny. And it's an extra bit of spice. It's a different kind of dynamic for them to kind of rub up against because if yeah. it was always just them all the time, it'd be... Yeah, you need to have the, the, the straight person there oh. to, yeah. to play And she, she gets a huge yeah. role in like Animal Cracker. She's just like... I just assumed because that was the first one I saw, that she would be, like, a lot more prominent in the other ones. But yeah, I think they really. sort of... And it's that thing, like, you're saying, of, like, introducing, like, the lover's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introducing, like, yeah. other kind of plot structure. So this one does have, like, as we were saying, like, a fairly coherent plot, in fact. It's, like, yes. it's fairly, yeah. fairly competent in terms of this sort of style of film, where a lot of the time, yeah. you know, there are a few bits where we just go straight out to be like, goodbye plot, let's just take a rest while we do a little dance sequence or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but most of the time, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And then the, the twist of, like, they set up some stuff story-wise. So, mm-hmm. like, the horse uh, is really afraid of the guy that is trying to buy oh. out the sanitarium. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, they use this to advantage when uh, the horse is in the final race and they realise that they can show the horse a picture of this guy or, like, have the guy's voice come over the loudspeaker and that will make the horse bolt Flare and jump over just a real really hater. fast. And, I um, and so, like, that. that's, that's a good, like, a great, like, sort of setup of, like, gag. a funny, yeah. a funny joke Absolutely. and then we're going to use that again at the end and it's like, oh, that was actually plot. Yeah. Which, you know, feels like a low bar, but, you know, for these oh, sort of things, fun. they're not really plot heavy. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. It's just about those little happens. moments. Um, one of the little moments that I really enjoyed was, um, is when um, the the angry kind of villain of the piece, I can't remember his name. We barely even kind of meet him. He's just <sighs> like villain. shaking his Mr. hand. Mr. Morgan. Yeah, oh, right, yes, Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan. Is talking with, um, oh, what's his name? The one who talks, uh, who's uh, not Groucho. Chico. Oh, Chico. 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 Talking with Chico. Okay, so for our listeners, the three K 
characteristics of the main oh, Marx yes. Brothers. So, Groucho, he's got like the glasses, big glasses, eyebrows, loves wordplay. Yeah. He has this walk where he kind of stoops around. Yeah, um, he's the one you know. He's like the one that does all the like quips. He's yeah. a one-liners. He has a cigar. He's like always doing little like offhanded jokes. Yeah. Any sort of quote from the Marx Brothers, you know, you know that they're from him. Yeah. yeah. Chico, he kind of speaks with like an. Uh, he's an Italian. He's an Italian. A, it's accent. a stage Italian. Was it? Was a thing. It but was a trope at the time. Yeah, but he sounds like he's actually from like Boston or something like that. I mean, he's Just from so wherever the other ones are me. from. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he's doing a, a fake Italian accent the whole like time. Like a working he's class kind of, kind of like, character. Work, he yeah. usually plays working class characters. Yeah. He's always like. Low level scam. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's always the friend of the main couple, really. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah, and he sort of generally has a bit more Driver like of the that plot. kind of yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and he also plays the piano and does lots of like fun piano things. Yeah. he also does. He's kind of like a, a trickstery oh type character where he'll do pull scams on people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's Harpo, and he's um, like more of a traditional clown. Yeah, and that's the thing that I had kind of. You know, because I associate Marx Brothers, I'm like, okay, they're part of the talkies. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, great verbal humor. But, like... Harpo I, is silent. I know. Famous, I, love, I love Harpo's just, like, that callback to, like, the silent, silent era and yeah. more, like, straight-up slapstick. So he mm. talks by, like, whistling or, like, using a little honking horn, horns. Yeah. Um, or sometimes, like, playing little flute bits. And his eyes are just so expressive. Like, yeah. I just love how, like, mm. naive and childlike he is. I think... He's definitely the one that, as a kid, it makes sense that as a kid I would be like, that's the best one, it's because the he's yeah. the most like, childlike. Yeah. He's like yeah. a, kind of like, a, like yeah. a kid. He's he's really, really kind of appealing and fun. There's like a whole routine where um, Chico is like giving Mr. Morgan like money and like in five dollars <laughs> oh, yeah. and then Harpo keeps on stealing it out of his pocket and, and then, then giving, giving it, it to back. Chico but they adjust uh, the gag each time so sometimes like Harpo won't look properly um, and sometimes it's like the, the guy's hand is still in the pocket yeah, so that's he's trying right. to like get it out but he's got to wait till the guy moves his hand and then he puts it in another pocket the pocket. next time and so he just waist goes pocket. puts his hand in the guy's pocket and keeps reaching until he gets to his sock and yeah. takes his sock out instead yeah it's and we're great, like, great. Mm-hmm. Um, good gag yeah just the, the the gags are excellent um well we're talking about the other like abilities should we talk about uh some of the the big like showstoppers in the in the middle like with the yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. so yeah there are two kind of main moments in this movie where they're just like we're not gonna do we're just not gonna do plot because i think all of, all of the gag sequences there's still a plot reason for what's happening yeah i yes, feel like there's yes, nothing yes. where i'm like oh this is totally no, it's tangentially from the tied to it. Yeah. Um, but the ones where it's like, let's have a pause, is first we have Gil does a performance yeah. where he sings in a boat with so a whole lot of ladies with mandolins. It's at the water convention, yes. which I'm like, what, the water, whatever. what is that? The water a concept. In boats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, and but then, I love the set piece, though. And yeah, oh, and the water, there's a big waterfall and behind him, and then the waterfall dies down, yeah. and there's a beautiful big, like, And the stage, the, stage, yeah, the stage there. is arched, and, like, everything is arched. And the people in the audience are, like, in little boats. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, leaf boats. That's awesome. Like, really I want to go cool. to the water convention. It's like when they do Jaws and they make you sit in, um, in the little um, floating tube When you do stuff. Jaws? Well, you watch, sorry, you watch Jaws in a pool, on a, out in they the water. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. And it's oh. kind of like, are you brave enough? Is a shark going to eat your ass while you watch it? <laughs> eat my ass. Yeah, buy me a drink yeah, first. Yeah. That's, 
That's kind of fun. I didn't know they did that. Oh, it's very fun. Um, obviously, there's no danger of, of attack here. Um, or or in that movie showing, obviously. I don't think that there are people being killed. Imagine if, if they just had, like, like, mechanical sharks in, in the pool. And one of the one of the patrons is getting, like, Yeah, the, the mechanical down. shark from that Universal like, Studios. at the start, it's like, one of you will be dragged down the water. You never know. Yeah, it's like a screening of Drag Me to Hell. And it's Honestly. Like, one of you will get dragged to hell. Yeah. But, you know, it's yeah. like... It's a one in a hundred chance. Um, anyway. It's a beautiful set piece. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, we have the ballet. The ballet comes out. Starring so we have a beautiful ballet performance starring yes. Vivian Fay. Yes. yes. So I guess in, in the old movies, they love to do these, like, guest, you know, appearances. Yeah. Like, if you've seen, like, I guess the, the main one is, like, this is a bit later, but Singing in the Rain yeah. have, have, has, like, the, the oh. extended ballet. It's yeah. also a big, a major part of my childhood. Absolutely, yeah. So, it's like, incredible. I guess this is kind of, like, the precursor to that. Like, mm. where in the ex- extended ballet, you, you get a big uh, showcase of Sid Charisse just being uh, the dance partner of Gene Kelly, and she gets to, like, mm. show off her dancing skills. This, we have, like, a spotlight on just, like, a random performer in the movie. But I'm assuming she's, like, a prima ballerina in real life. Yeah. Uh, Vivian Fay, And she does, like, at first, like, pretty impressive, like, Mm. um, ballet moves. So, like, yeah, that's really nice and graceful. Yeah. Um, And then that music starts starts getting... Gets (laughs) She is... Black Swanning, black, the Black Swan. She's man. The pirouettes they come hard and fast because and she she starts yeah she starts pirouetting and, and then she's she, spotting as in like she's she is that head the head is whipping back head Girl, whipping. she is making a tornado and it's like it's it becomes almost comically fast it is but well, you're like it, but they didn't you know this is real this is what they did it's comically fast <laughs> and it's comically scary it's really because she's dude. moving so fast that her head is like it looks like it's coming loose well it's like <laughs> spinning fast than her body so it's just like yeah. you see her like scary face but sometimes that <laughs> sometimes you'll still see her features too so it's yeah. like yeah she's like because it's snapping back and she's like obviously like focused it. so like she's got like this like yeah determined face and it's not she's not smiling Honestly, <laughs> more like, effective than some horror films i was crazy. like whoa what is the sensation on my eyes like it's, it's, yeah it's yeah. kind of amazing. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's just this bit where there's just a ballet performance and there we and go. And it was amazing. And like, <laughs> I mean, even, look, his singing kind of didn't fit in this movie. Look, it was, it's not, it's not a currently fashionable style no. of performance, yeah. I would say. I, I do, operatic I do Before like we move the on pre- from Fate, it's reminded okay, me, cool. like, the evil dead, like when they become deadites in the first one, when his girlfriend becomes, it's very similar to that. Like a very scary, like very straight head. If you've seen Ooh. yeah. Um, but yeah, Back as, to I, Gil. as yeah. I was saying, like, you know, he, he's not the most interesting part of this performance, but like flanking him, are these, <laughs> yes. he's just like surrounded by like, a bevy of like nymph like. Just a whole lot of girls. Like, They've got mandolins. <laughs> They're kind of vaguely strumming them. And they had like elaborate dresses. <laughs> so, this might like, be their first film. As, yeah. as, as, a, as a picture, as a visual picture, it was very nice. Yeah. And then we see them later as a choir. Yeah. And they were singing. And I'm like, this. I love this excess in movies. Like, bring it back. Yeah. yeah. We love that, you know, it's not just Vivian Faye, it's the entire core of yeah. the ballet. Well, and, and, is, like, and one of them is so impressed to be here that they're just yes, looking Yes, one of them right is looking the right at the camera well, uh, just, when she's not looking admiringly at the actor playing girl. Yeah. It just comes back to me that like 
bring back the spectacle in cinema. Yeah. But, like, cinema is the pleasure principle. Yeah. Like, I need to be titillated visually. Like, yeah. yeah. Comedies should still do this. Yeah. Absolutely. You can literally Absolutely. do and anything I'm on screen. And I'm kind of, like, baffled that no one really has attempted to do this. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, you know, hopefully yeah. one so day our, we'll get first, it back. <laughs> this is our first stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then plot continues, plot continues. And then we have a second major stop. Okay. Well... This this kind of continues. I think this also happens in the Water Festival where Chico and Har- Harpo... Oh, yeah. yeah. I sort of included their performances in plot, but I guess they're also... We're just yeah. stopping the plot it to does. do some performance. Just kind of stop. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like... The bad guys are literally... The bad guys up. are chasing them. Yeah. yeah. And then their way of hiding is to, like, sort of get into the orchestra and mm. start doing some performance. So, so Chico goes first be. and just has this virtuosic performance. Ah, yeah. piano, piano performance. And the thing that I love about his piano <laughs> playing, and, like, there's some really great piano, like, Chico piano performances in mm. other Marx Brothers films. Like, I think the circus one there's one where he's got like a ball and he's juggling while he plays the piano wow love that he's like passing it from hand to hand and he's like playing it over because of the ones I've seen this is the one that's most impressive to me because yeah it's like it's just very like he just has this little like mm, sort of like smug smile (laughs) as he's doing it and he's just kind of like blink plunk plunk and he like looks like he's playing it like a child that doesn't know what they're doing but it um, sounds beautiful but it sounds beautiful and it's like if you actually look at his finger work it's very very fast yeah his finger Mm. play is very impressive but it's got this kind of lightness and silliness of Mm. like oh I don't know I'll just play that one oh I don't know I'll I'll play that and then it just somehow makes incredible music yeah Mm. Um, and it's it's so cool and then yeah Harpo speaking of bashing it out that then starts to play the piano. He starts playing Rachmaninoff's Prelude, which I was like, oh, I know this is a song. Oh. Um, and yeah, every time it goes the boom, bam, ba, it's like uh, crashing and breaking the piano. Mm. Uh, and as he plays it, the piano gag. just yeah. explodes. Honestly, just like, seeing a grand like become slowly dismantled. Is yeah. And then, surprise, brutal. reveal. Guess what's inside a piano, everyone? A harp. Yeah, <laughs> that's what pianos are. They're just harps that you hit with a little hammer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he takes the harp out and then and he, he plays, plays a big harp solo. Yeah. yeah. This this harp solo is okay. Yeah. This is okay. a nice harp. This isn't the best harp mm. solo yeah. that he does. Mm. He's got some better ones, but yeah. it's still really it's beautiful. always it's always exciting yeah. though because you're yeah. just like look at the sky. Well, and I just and he can play the harp. And in a in a similar way, we we've, we've got Groucho kind of dancing previous to this, mm. and it's it's really nice to see them just mm. do. Yeah. I, I, completely different um, artistic kind of uh, talents and abilities. It's yeah. very just like, that's what you had to be to be a performer. Absolutely. Like just like, turn of the century. Like an all-rounder. Yeah. You had to be on the vaudeville you know circuit. They, you gotta do They say things. it all the time. They don't make it like this anymore. They don't make yeah. it like this anymore. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, and even, like, someone like Miss Flo, mm. yeah. speaking of, <laughs> um, of this movie, yeah. she was, like, high-kicking it up. She was, yeah, like... Yeah, she's got uh, a full dance, as yeah. well as her, like, amazing. Mae West swagger. Like, yeah. she can do both. And she and can do the said, comedy and that straight... Married to Busby Berkeley? Yes, apparently she yeah. was. Yeah. So yeah. Really nice. Dance background. And if you don't know who that is, give it a search. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and speaking of dancing, we do get the the, the yeah. second sequence. So later the second on. sort of big dance sequence later on. Everything's gone bad for the team. They've like tried to do this investigate like the examination, and they end up everything's gone chaotically. And the sprinklers have got turned on. The horse has escaped the hospital, uh, and run away. Everything's gone bad, and they're sheltering in a big barn. And so then Gil decides to sing a song to Judy 
there's quite okay, a, there's this quite is, boring. This is not, uh, not the, a good not part. Good. Um, we'll talk about it later we'll about in more but detail. Then, like, they're just like, oh, look out the window at this like big sort of window of playing children, mm. and so they've like got stumbled kind of, into this like I guess like the village. Like, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which I guess like it's, like, it's the thirties, so like yeah. segregation is still yeah. a thing probably. So mm. it's like this is where they all live. Um, and yeah, then there is a like sort of a couple. Of, I think it's like a medley of songs. Mm, mm. Um, it's one of them, the kids, right? Yeah. So yeah. one of like the kids all sing a song. Um, and, and Harper, plays, and Harper the plays the flute, and they have the little like quiet. Okay, Lizzo, like, get out of the way. Yeah. 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 So like they all play Choke instruments. on that. It's the thing. Two hundred year old flute. <laughs> like crystal flute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he like ends up leading this band of children, and they go to like house to house, and there's like a whole lot of other. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's, it's a, a good song. hey Gabriel song. Yeah. It's not not the famous Gabriel song that James Low sings Gabriel around the house, Blair. but yeah. a different one. Cole Porter classic. Mm. Um, sung by Kevin Klein and um, <laughs> Jonathan Price and De Lovely. Shout uh, out. Yes, not that one. A different one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and eventually, yeah, he recruits this whole sort of town of people. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we have a solo from Ivy Anderson, who mm. is also mm. apparently yeah, it was like another person that they could really build a sequence around. I see that they Amazing. they wrote these songs for the film and for her specifically. Oh. Um, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and she's apparently she sang with like Duke Ellington's band. She was right, like a big right. sort of yeah. Oh. There were some really cool characters out in in the sequence as well. There yeah. was the bigger guy. Yeah. So then they have this like uh, all God's children children got rhythm is her yeah, song, yeah. and then there is this Lindy Hop dance sequence, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. If you've not seen Lindy Hop before, Lindy Hop rules. Like, it's just like well, let's do like it's just acrobatics. Let's do wrestling as well yeah, as partner exactly. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like um, it's like if you <laughs> fling your partner around but gracefully. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like fling them and then catch them by an ankle and then just yeah. see how Do you know who this like, performer is? Uh, so I don't know who this yeah. group is, but um, yeah, there is. I always remember that there's. The one who's like a really large guy who does splits, which mm. is awesome. Oh, that was an awesome um, visual. He, he rules. James is on on the beat. Yes, we yeah. Find him. Um, um, but yeah, so that sequence also very cool. Um, we love in the Lindy Hop. It's all going well for us. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in the second <laughs> and then, half uh, of the film. Perhaps it doesn't end so well. Yeah. Um, before we move on to that, unless we have anything else. I do want to say that I think this is a great showcase for Groucho as as a character. Because I felt like their screen time was a bit more kind of, like, even in the other ones that I've seen. But I think he comes, like comes in front and center in this one mm, i think like as a character like it's a really funny premise yeah. for a character because he's like a, a horse doctor who's got this one patient that somehow through scamming mm. or otherwise he's convinced she she's convinced that he's a real doctor for humans absolutely um and yeah so he's trying to yeah yeah but we see him like you know he's <laughs> always great with the wordplay but we see him like have a lot of fun with a dancing with a the the your funny deliveries like it was yeah. just like yeah no he's he's great in this and you know it's not I mean he's got the iconic look that mm. that sets him apart from his brothers but also you know there's real X factor there yeah. in play yeah I couldn't find the dancer's name unfortunately uh, well we will well, shout out to you shout out to you from the you. from the future from, yes from, <laughs> yeah shout out to you up and we'll up above I yes. don't think anybody is still alive from this film i have to Absolutely. say we'll drop his name on here now <laughs> troy brown senior all right so we've talked a lot about a bottle we've, we've really opened a lot of bottles on this yeah, one yeah yeah should we talk about some bananas yeah <laughs> let's do i guess the big one let's so get the big it out one. of the way we just yeah. got there uh so at the end of the lindy hop sequence well i guess during it it's like a it's like a bottle that turns into a banana maybe because yeah. i'm like this is like a 35 
three numbers well, from Gil? Is it, that right? It uh, kind of I think two numbers, but two, then he sings a little he at the end. Just joins yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He always wants to chip in his. I bit. think yeah. this is a symptom of like ha- having worked so well with a night at the opera. Yeah, yeah. That they were like, like we cool. We have to repeat the formula because he was also the lover in the night of the opera. Which at makes the sense opera. because yeah. he could be an opera singer. Well, that's the thing as well. Yeah. Like his role was like an opera singer in the film. Yeah. yeah. And that was his main draw. And like so, his singing. And also the love story in The Night at the Opera was like, I cared a lot more about that love story because they had actual, they had actual stakes for, for their love story. It was like a love triangle kind right. of. Um, and he had this beautiful number where he was singing. Like, it was like that scene in Brooklyn where like they were saying goodbye to their loved ones. And mm. like the, the lady was sailing to America from Italy and he was saying, singing his goodbye song. Yeah. And it was very nice. Mm. And it made sense in the context of the film. Whereas here, like, you've got... <laughs> he's a singer, so he's got this one performance, yeah. which I'm like, I because guess it makes sense. Because what is he, is he like... Like, what is his profession in the I, film? I think he's like a nightclub singer. Like it's Okay, I thought he was like a... Jock. He's not a jock. He's like a no, horse tennis. No, this is the he's thing. A is, he's a singer who okay. just like bought a horse. Okay. And it's like, why? That's why she's like, why did you? So the whole thing is they they basically break up for a bit because yeah. she's so mad that he bought the so, horse, which I'm like, fair. Yeah. Uh, and but then also, they get back together because... I don't care for you know, them. Whatever. They're just so boring. Yeah. yeah. And it's too much time spent on that yeah. stuff, I think. Because I actually quite... Fa- fa- I found him pretty charming in the last movie that I saw, but here I'm just like... Who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. It's just an expectation that we'll like them and be but interested in their that's lives. That's the thing as well, but like even in their scenes together, there's like no spark. They they don't have chemistry. Yeah. They're just like they're, they're just, just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they don't um, really contribute to the plot all that much. Well no. they do. I mean the, there's they that are, plot they do spine. continue to the plot. But like in terms of the active like the stuff of the horses. It's more they provide the motivation for yeah. the Marx Brothers to do things. They, they yeah. did have like this nice moment, like in the race, where they were like kind of doing this like, <laughs> dr- like visual. This is a visual medium, so you're seeing me kind of yeah, jerk exactly. my my arm. Back and forth. <laughs> they're, they're, pu- they're pumping their fists. Yeah. but they're doing it so in sync. It's very. It's such a clear pickup shot. <laughs> they forgot to get this. And yeah. we're like, oh god, yeah. we gotta go and back and get some some shots. They're of in some cheering completely the different environment from yeah. everyone else. Yeah, but it takes two to tango, and she is also not. She's yeah. not great. She's no. not in- that interesting. It's like she's a person who owns a sanitarium and then for whatever reason she oh, has debts. Yeah. I don't I just, know. Like, it's I not find, clear. I think the most interesting thing about her is that she owns a sanitarium. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. sanitarium or sanatorium? Sanitarium. Sanitarium. Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe it's different. I think sanitarium. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe I guess I have heard sanatorium Maybe as they're well. both options. I don't know. Maybe Possibly. they mean different things. Yeah. I thought sanitarium was like like a like a well, that, well like that's a, based yeah. on the san a sanitarium you know like yeah. sanitarium products are registered as a charity in New Zealand uh, so they don't have to pay tax uh, because it's like a religious oh I see I see based right um, cereals moving on uh, anyway but it reminded me of a little bottle if I can sneak that in yeah because yeah. no that, you cannot <laughs> out um, <laughs> that sequence with the horse like trying to delay the horses. As they bring in their what's their horse called? High hat. hat. High hat Good is bum. pretty incredible. Like blowing the hats of all the people in the crowd, oh. and um, uh, d- diverting like the rails, like making moving a fake rail so the horses go there. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's funny. I'm gonna say um, sanatorium and sanitarium are interchangeable, but Americans more likely say sanitarium. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And Clarify. now, obviously, like in the modern context, it's where you kind of. 
get treated for mental illness, right? I guess like, it doesn't, updated for like, I don't I feel like in all of the context we don't use the word anymore. No, I know, but like that's what you kind of like the image that you conjure that's up. Yeah, right. whereas yeah. at this yeah. time I guess it's just generally a hospital. A wellness. Like a wellness place. Yeah. 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 Like just, club meeting. Where you go to yeah. relax yeah. to when you're because everybody didn't have you know antibiotics yeah. so yeah. just and, go here and get some sunshine um maureen o'sullivan who is the actress who uh you know is in this the, the our couple she is the mother of mia farrow oh yeah, yeah. i could see nice. it yeah i don't know yeah I, I think in terms of other things james had some a real visceral reaction to some of the this I film mean, so this is perhaps not, a little banana to discuss for james I don't know if it's a legit they, banana but um but it was ve- it was very interesting to having watch. this experience with James. Because yeah. like, Matt and I are just like, yeah, go horses, and James is sitting there going like, oh, no, that, they shouldn't do that. There was oh, one, one point out. James was like, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit. That's when they blow the hats, and all the horses freak out. And it's just like I've talked about this before. Horses are magnificent beings, but they are like. Huge muscular could kill you with a kick, right? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, or you there, get thrown off. There and you is get, like, something, yeah. There is something scary about horses. They are majestic. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just like, where is our horse horror movie? Yes, yeah. Like, you made a really great point about yeah. that. Because like, like even a horse standing in like the mist, I'm like, that's I wouldn't go up to that horse. No. Like, it's and very if, foreboding. Yeah, if it's like a crazy it's Equus it's like, horse horror. Uh, oh yeah, I think it's close. And I'm like yeah. mesmerized by mm-hmm. Equus. Like, there's a draw and a fear that I have to horses. Like, they show up in the ring. They show up in um, what was the other one I, I called out? Oh, they're in um, nope. Um, but they're like, also in spirit. Stallion of the Samurai. Our finest episode, I think. Yeah. Honestly, that shit was If you nuts. haven't listened to the Spirit episode, honestly, please go back. Yeah, it's like, a real treat. It's a great blast. episode. We had to do hot butter with all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it's just the idea that the 30s, they were a bit looser in terms of... Yes, like, definitely in terms of animal safety. And animal For safety. sure. Absolutely. And there's Lots a bit of horse whipping involved. There's, there's a lot whipping. of people very close to horses There's a bit where a guy like bails on a jump and they just left it in the shot mm, and, and the, the horse, horse lands yeah. and you're like God, also in general there was like yeah. a shot in the in the early stages where like you know you s- establish that Dr. Hackenbush is a animal doctor and you just see yeah. a lot of animals caged up and I'm just like those poor animals yeah, yeah at least those ones were probably just there for caged a little for bit yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, as opposed exactly. to like did all did every horse make out of this film alive we don't yeah. know yeah. Like, I, like there's I'm, no American Humane Society the guarantee the Milo and Otto situation yeah we're not adventures of Chatteran yeah but, but uh, yeah I, I just I'm worried for the horses um, and worried for worried the people for the around those the horses there was a lot of stunts of like just Harpo just like jumping on the horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like good on ya. He's uh, great at jumping in the horse. He like can get he's on a very horse. fluid. But uh I wouldn't be doing that. Thank you very much. I'm just <laughs> how do joggies do? They're so tiny and then they can just like go up to I guess there's like little saddle like You can step up, but step I guess it's also thing. like you can just vault yourself I guess. over. It's yeah. like an acrobatic thing. Yeah. A mm. small little banana, I guess, is there's some really, really funny routines in this. Sometimes it's just not as funny. Like I think this like horse one, while I do think it's funny, it became a little unwieldy at the beginning for me because I did not know what was happening. Mm. Oh, you just mean plot wise? In terms of like well, just trying in, to in get In terms the horse of like on. getting hi hat into the oh, race, yeah. I was like 
there were a few sequences where I'm like, I don't. There are horses racing. Yeah. Hi hats not here. There's parking. Yeah. There's, there's soap and what the is guys happening? There's trumpet. like yeah, and there's <laughs> there's like hats being blown off. And it's so funny you mentioned that soap shot because we all thought it was like poop Shit. or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it like falls like, on the guy's because, face because from the horse. Because it's black and white, we cannot see what Color. the texture of the thing is. Yeah. But then it's like made clear later that yeah. oh it's soap apparently yeah. but it does just look like a whole lot of like horse shit just wearing this guy's yeah, face yeah because the guy blows a trumpet and it, there's a bubble and so from that we infer okay, <laughs> yeah. so. and the shot as well it just made it yeah yeah <laughs> it's not um but I guess like some sections I didn't find which as, ones did you not find as funny I don't know there's just like some like jokes some jokes some there are lines definitely that some jokes like, that did not age well from from yeah yeah there's some some dated like i think um, it's just all oh, that's like references to mm, things where i'm like yeah. i guess that was a reference i, I don't do know. like yeah <laughs> i do like when i get like a reference or something like in the last movie that i saw they made a, a reference to like the dion quintuplets in canada and i'm like <laughs> i've watched enough only old... matt is like ah the dion quintuplets but i'm just like i've watched enough old movies that i'm like oh i get it and like or like when they say like making love in an old movie it's just like yeah. having an intimate conversation yes. like yes. i just love those when you get them it's yeah. like a little treat for you yeah. but yeah otherwise you're like what the you're fuck like, are know. they talking about i think yeah and that comes into the like how long the film is as well it's like if there's gags that don't land in like a 69 minute nice oh. or like a you know um <laughs> 80 minute film you know like you don't really care because it's it's going like the clappers yeah. Yeah. whereas in this yeah it's a se- it's nearly two hours um I, yeah. yeah and you just kind of like the the soup goes a little cold i though there was a good good gag where he's like do you want some soup and then he opens the tureen and there's just a can of soup in there yeah, <laughs> yeah. laughed at good. that wasn't yeah. didn't remember that one yeah. i do have like just in general of the Marx Brothers like I think this is one of Harpo's gags where he kind of just usually like would cling to a woman for far too long yeah yeah, yeah. and it just like made me like a little bit uncomfortable like, yeah. then it was the nurse here and like I think there was another one in, in other films that they did and I'm yeah. just like it's just I don't know <laughs> it makes no. me feel uncomfortable I she doesn't like it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean like there's some gags about women being horses and stuff which are like you know but yeah. uh, uh, it's told as punchlines so sometimes they're kind of funny but yeah there's like smacking women's butts and stuff that you're just like come on like uh but it's yeah i don't know i feel like as a woman i'm like i don't find it hugely offensive yeah it's not like, like gosh that's offensive things. uh yeah uh, i think there's just such a a low level of thread <laughs> from yeah, any of them that you're just yeah, like oh, i suppose yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah like and i do like that the women in Marx Brothers films, it's kind of like anybody who's there to look glamorous is there to immediately get covered in like yeah. liquid yeah. or like they're all, they're all powder clowns. or something. All they get clowns. the chance to be funny too. They they're all, get, all like, clowns as well. Yeah. Yeah. Except so, for the lovers who yes. are like some yeah. boring... but It feels like a commedia dell'arte kind of thing, right? Where like this group is funny uh, yeah. and then this group of the lovers. It's very chance. much like we're the inamorata. We're yeah. here to yeah just do the plot and not get to be funny. There's yeah. also that thing where like I don't know, this is completely different. But, like, there's the, the, the main guy, the main guy of the lovers. Gil. Yeah. He, to me, just always just hangs out with the brothers, and I'm just like, clearly they wanted Zeppo for this role. And it's just like, 
they are incorporating him as like the fourth brother. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't know. I think it's just they were like, ah, oh, we need to have more plot to involve horses sure. without. Like, I think it's quite an unwieldy plot. Like, there's oh, a lot no. of different elements to it, and yeah. it was them trying to like make it make sense and add all the include all of the different yeah. gag sequences that they'd made up and, but yeah you know, but it's... him in the yeah in the main the main couple they don't mm. get to be clowns as much as the no, others and I, I would have appreciated them to be a little messed up because they yeah. they weren't giving a lot and yeah. if they got a little of that like I wouldn't have it's a mud on their faces you know I yeah. think there's one sequence that we didn't talk about which was you know there's our main villain Morgan and then there's his like underling yes I think Whitfield or something like that I remember like he's, but the, they, he's the assistant to him basically they had a, a sequence on the phone yes which was hit or miss uh, it was fine like, everyone's fine it's like I think it goes on a little bit too long yeah but it is With basically Groucho just, just Groucho yeah. like trying to stop him from calling the Florida medical board to ask for his like yeah credentials by pretending to be the Florida guy yeah. and just trying to do different voices on the phone and then also trying to get him to yell so that he can tell him off as himself like it's a sort of it makes mm. sense. It's a good plot. Like, I think a good sort of combination of, like, plot and gag sequence, but it goes on a bit yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. I was also surprised that they didn't all know each other immediately. Like, they're... The Marx Brothers aren't playing brothers. Like, <laughs> no, they never, they never play They're brothers. always playing, like, they're a character, playing, and like, they yeah. maybe haven't met each other, and they're not united all the time. A lot of the time, it's it's similar to this, where it's Chico and Harpo mm. are, like, a duo, oh, so, yeah. and Groucho's, yeah. like, Groucho's. sometimes the guy that they're going after. Or, uh, like, the Mark, or whatever. Uh, yeah. But towards the end, they all come together, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and because yeah. it's because often, like, that thing is, like, a class thing, where yeah. Harpo and Chico will play, like, working-class yeah. guys, mm. and then Groucho will play, like, either so, a middle-class or like an upper class well, he, or pretensions to yeah. be upper he's class al- mm. he's always like tied with Margaret Dumont like yeah. he's always kind of like yeah. involved chasing with her, involved of. with her chasing after her money kind of mm. thing mm. Um, I think I think I read this but like one of the main difference from the shift from like their earlier Madcap films to like their more streamlined there was the Paramount era was the original ones and like from none of the opera onwards was MGM right was and it does make sense now with like these like ballet sequences that it yeah. was MGM yeah mm. um that before their targets would be anyone so even the lovers would be targets like anyone be more anarchic right. whereas here it was just be mostly the bad guys yeah sure, there are more so. heroes in this film in these films rather than, than they just were. jokers yeah you know completely. and you think that's a better studio involvement or? I think so and I guess it's just yeah uh, changing the, the direction of of, of, sure. of where the com- comedy is going, I guess, making them more mainstream, making them more appear heroic, I suppose, instead right, of just yeah. like instead mm. of just kind of amoral jokers, yeah, tricks yeah. that will just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, we have talked a lot about the, the races, but uh, we got to make a verdict, team. Um, yeah. Is this a bag? Or a biff. I was trying to find an equivalent with horse terms. Is this a hoof or a... <laughs> Is it a Beautiful. bray or a nay? Yes! Hey. Bag or biff. That's cleaner. Um, I'll jump in just because... <laughs> mine was the scrappy Paramount version. Yours the clean, <laughs> the clean MGM, MGM version. version. Love it. Um, I'll jump in because this is my pick, so it's not really a surprise. Oh I, I still think this is a bag for me. This is a, a bray. 
This is nice. A I just huff. remember I when I huff because I, you're. Yeah. It <laughs> when means I, to go. When um, I said Bray, I just flashed back to the sequence where they keep showing him, showing the horse the picture of, of Mr. Morgan, <laughs> and they just have the stock footage of the horse braying. It's, and like, it's, yeah. it's so funny every time. Wait, does Bray mean that you hate it then? Or is nay well, nay is good? Bray just sounds like yay. Well, yeah, well, nay, nay is no. no. Yeah. It's confusing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's a bag. Uh, yes. For me, uh, a bag full of delicious oats. <laughs> nice. All right. uh, I think I'm on the same page as well. It's not my favorite uh, Marx Brothers um, film. I think there are, like, the, the, the tighter kind of package of, uh, like, Duck Soup or, or no, mm. the opera, like, just make it feel more kind of fast and packed in. But there's so mm. much, so many great gags uh in here that uh, make it worth your while and I do think um, obviously the blackface is deeply unfortunate <laughs> and yeah. we maybe didn't spend enough time on like I mean it's one of those didn't. things I where mean, I feel like it's yeah, there we it's, talked about it's it it's the 1930s yeah. there were different standards at the yeah. time but even yeah, still it's, like it's, it's not like full on like the, there, are there, are, there, are, there are definitely worse black yeah, faces there were definitely films yeah. that were like at that time. you know there were films of that era where people were playing Different ethnicities, yeah, like. yeah, and that's not the case here. It is like just literal blackface. Yeah, yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, but it's 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 worth it's saying and, and reminding. Yeah. It's unfortunate, it's, but yeah. I think for me it is a um, it's a hoof. Like put the put the the wait. What's the bad one? Nay. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because the horse is. It's is it's a bag. Let's just keep, let's just keep our usual rubric, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a hay. Okay. <laughs> um, fun uh, fact: Did you know that Queen actually named what their album <laughs> "Day at the, the Races, Races" after this film? And they did another one, right? They did Night at the Opera. They did Night at the Opera. Yes. Um. Yeah, no, this was longer than I expected, and a lot of it didn't work. A lot of it. Oh. Some of it. <laughs> Some of it didn't work. Whoa. <laughs> like, wow, right. okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anti-Marxist. Um, yeah. uh, but I actually found a lot of this really funny, which is what counts for me. I thought this was funnier than A Night at the Opera, even though that was probably a more perfect movie, mm-hmm. uh, in a way. Uh but I think this was a lot funnier. Just, just the energy is just like off the wall. Um, and I had a great time. So it is a bray for me. Nice. For nice. me. Well, a bray for me. Ooh. That's uh, right. It's a delicious what? bag of oats and sugars. And that concludes You Must Remember Mixed. And guess what, team? Full bags. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Guess what? Old thumbs? Old thumbs? Good. Good. <laughs> Not yeah. all. They used to yeah. make good films back in the day. Yeah. The pictures, they just got smaller. <laughs> they're on the small screen now. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're ready for your close-up attention um, to watch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so what's up next, team? Well, we've got. A, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry yourself about it. Um, right. We've got another little special episode. Special ep. Yeah. Because um, uh, it's gonna be wild. It's yeah. going to be, say that. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. very wild. Um, and, you know, this is our... Oh, I can't remember his lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Nobody does. But anyway, we're... Just don't worry about it, all right? Yeah, don't worry. 
Um, where can we find us in the meantime? Uh, you can find us on Mixbag Pod, on Mixbag Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can email us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com. Mm. Let us know what your thoughts, what your feelings are. Five star reviews. Five stars Please. on Apple Podcasts. This was a great season. So yeah. we want us to watch more old films. We're expecting a nomination yeah. <laughs> and you know we're in the we're in the spooky time now so yeah, you know so we, yeah, maybe some special spooky episodes some shivers up your spine you know Hocus Pocus 2 just released I yeah. didn't see that <laughs> yeah. um, we might with watch little, it little fanfare we'll see. I was like oh it's out okay um, but uh, what are we going to do now team now we got we got to close that delicious what? bag of oats <laughs> put it away and uh that's, that's a wrap, wrap. <laughs> question mark <laughs> i don't know if what are we gonna do now team works as a segue into that's a wrap i'm just gonna say it but but maybe we'll open that bag of oats <sighs> and we'll return to some delicious old films that's a wrap that's a wrap <laughs> guess you gotta say it you like those flicks Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.